0: Greetings, heathens. Welcome to Hail Satan. This is the podcast exploring Satanism culture and life in general through the eyes of modern satanists my name is joseph rose i'm a member of the finest congregation in all the land we're called satanic delco and we welcome members from anywhere in the world if you want to learn a little more visit satanicdelco.com today we're going to look back at the year 2023 We'll recap what the year was all about for the Satanic Temple, Church of Satan, and Satanic Delco. Before we do that, let's just say hello to some kind Satanists that have joined us recently through Patreon. We've got Michael, Regan, Beth, Faded Gross, Kevin, June, Christian, Daniel, Jamie, Ghost Angel, Kim, Jesse, and Ray. Thank you all very much. I'm happy to have you with us, and I really appreciate your support. What a wild ride this has been. If you all have a moment, please visit the website at HailSatanPodcast.com. You'll find links to join us on social media, a form to send me an email, and a link to join up with the whole gang on Patreon. We have a few different tiers to choose from over there with various benefits, including The amazing Greetings from Hell, Satanic Postcard of the Month Club. Have you ever heard of such a thing? That is the most direct way you can support me and this show if you'd like to do that. Visit HailSatanPodcast.com. All right, guys, joining me today to look back on 2023 is a lovely and powerful woman who loves a noodle and a sauce. She is a tenacious temptress. Welcome back to the show, Kirsten.
1: I do love a noodle and a sauce.
0: <laughs> are you pumped and excited to look back at 2023? I'm
1: real pumped. You, I mean, you just are. Generally speaking, I think 2023 was a much better year for me than 2022. So I um, Why is that? Uh, I just I think I was miserable in in 2022. Uh, just uh, generally was tired of uh, work and and doing everything and uh, that life requires like cleaning and feeding myself and all that stuff. But then 2023 turned around and I was like, I got to get my life back together. And I did. So I think it was generally a good year.
0: Well, I'm glad you're on track. Thank you. All right. Well, I can't forget this. Throughout the episode, I will sprinkle in some audio messages from members of Satanic Delco. I asked if people had some brief messages to recap their year, and we've got some. I think we even have one from Jerry that we'll play later on. I got a bunch, so we won't be able to play them all. Should we play one or two right now before we really get into all this? Yeah, why not? All right, let's get a couple messages. We've got one first from Audra.
1: One thing that I can say about
0: Satanism, um, particularly outsider Satanism, is that I've never been part of a group of people who have such an open and accepting and curious mindset. I mean, we all poke fun at each other here and there, but at the heart of it, we really do want to understand people and understand each other. And this is the only group I've ever been a part of that really stuck to that. And uh, it warms my little black heart. Look at that. Nice message from Audra. Yeah. We do we do poke fun at each other once in a while. We've got one from Elle.
1: A lot of people will tell you that Satanism leads to other things, and I'd agree with that. Satanism has led me to friendship, peace, acceptance, and a profound love. The most important love that Satanism teaches is love for the self, and I never thought I'd be anywhere near that, but my faith in the message and the absolutely incredible people i've met along the way have led me to my power and taught me to cultivate it and use it for the highest good for the first time ever i love myself hail satan Aww,
0: these are positive messages some was of a these good things positive uh, message i love what a what a dose of positivity guys that's what we need in this world is a little more fucking positivity once in a while
1: that warms me up even though i i now feel a cold draft <laughs> but
0: Shall we start with Satanic Delco? Of course. All right. Some Satanic Delco stuff. What, how should I do this? Should I, just, I have a list. We'll go one by one, I guess. Uh, at some point earlier in the year, we did a collection drive for what is known as the Community Action Agency of Delaware County. We do a couple of little charity-related things in Satanic Delco every year. It changes usually every year. And we put the word out to the group and we do whatever the thing is. And so this year for the CAADC, we delivered to them $1,400 and a long list of needed items that go to low-income residents. And that was pretty nice. I don't remember exactly when that was, but it was earlier this year. And that was cool. Yeah, It, it went pretty well.
1: I think so too. It was pretty early pretty early. It's hard to remember what what all we gathered, but I know we gathered a ton of items.
0: I don't have the list handy right now, but I actually made a list of all of the stuff that we brought them. And it was a tremendous list. Me and my son, I brought my son to deliver the goods to the actual organization at their building. And uh, it was a lot. I mean, the car was full of boxes of stuff that we really packed together. So that was nice. Uh, Thank you, everybody who contributed to that. It was cool. Then later in the year, we did our annual... Outsider Achievement Award, which awards a couple of high school students, a couple of graduating high school students. We give them six hundred sixty-six dollars and a fancy little custom-made certificate. And we had two winners this year. Yeah. And they submitted different sort of creative works. And the overall vibe was on being the outsider and things like that. And so that was cool. And then in the summertime. We had our, what was this, third? Our third annual Satanic in Nature camping trip. And uh, a bunch of us gather together. Some of us come from near and far all around the country. And we meet up in this wacky campground in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. And we freak out with a golf cart. We did a bit of an unbaptism ritual. Uh, we played many a sport.
1: Well, hold on. We didn't do a bit of an unbaptism ritual. We did a a very, I think, a very nice, very powerful unbaptism
0: ritual. Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean to uh, lessen it any. I'm sorry. Yeah, we had several members, uh, a few, a few members who wanted to have an unbaptism for themselves. And so what we did is cooked up a little unbaptism ritual that focused on those members. But most everyone that was at camp, uh maybe everyone I don't know how- what did we have I don't know a bunch of people uh we got all around in one area of a little wooded area at the campground, and we did have a nice unbaptism ritual,
1: yeah, I think it was a success, I think it was too, and I think it I think it uh I have like images from it that I will remember for a long time, probably,
0: yeah, so that was cool. Camp was a lot of fun, and then come October. We did our second ever dance with the Devil masquerade ball. How did that go?
1: Um, I thought it was a lot of fun and let me tell you I did not I didn't go to the first one because I had a conflict. Uh, but also I remember the, when the first one was happening, I was like, I don't want to get dressed up. I don't, I
0: don't <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: I don't dance. I don't I don't need any of this stuff. yeah. And then this year I was like, I'm, I guess I'm going to this ball um, and I had a great time and while I was there, you know, well, why wouldn't a you have a people, great time? It was well, great while I was there. There was a bunch of people, people dancing and stuff. But let me let me <laughs> just tell you all that if you are a person just sitting there uh, listening to this and you're thinking I'm not really a dancer, well, me either. I don't like to dance. I don't. I I feel for um, no reason at all embarrassed by dancing <laughs> in front of other people who are also dancing. Yeah. Uh, and um, you just got to get over that because no one else is looking at you dance if you're standing in a quarter not dancing then I get very concerned that you're not having fun and I go up to people and they say they're having fun but I promise you you'll have more fun if you dance
0: so <laughs> yeah. if
1: you are looking for some kind of New Year's resolution or whatever to
0: <laughs> learn execute, to dance motherfuckers learn to
1: dance but learn to yeah just learn to like have fun yeah. and enjoy yourself
0: well even- as I'm sure you can attest I am I am both at the same time a dancing machine but also a man that doesn't know how to dance
1: joseph's doing dance moves he's not just like swaying like the rest of us you know or moving our our hips side to side <laughs> yeah he's doing dance moves he's he's kicking he's, he's <laughs> i'm kicking. <laughs> i think there was kicking yeah um, i think there might have been some like a hint of of a of like a russian bottle dance between you and jerry okay um i i have a memory of that
0: yeah yeah, we've got it all. I was doing it all, man. We had the Humpty dance. We were doing, we were doing it all. Uh, I was dancing all night. I really did have a good time. Yeah, I was, I was profusely sweating. Yeah. In that place all night long, but it was a great it was a great time. So thank you everybody for coming and uh, contributing to that. It was a blast and and I suppose we will do it again. Every time I say I'm never doing this again, it's so much work to put this shit together and it's stressful. But then it happens and it's fun and I'm like we got to do this all the time. Yeah. Uh, so that's the same predicament we're in this Actually, year.
1: Actually, Joseph would like to uh, do as many dance parties as possible, but does not want to be responsible for the planning of yeah, the Yeah, I just want to come to the dance so party. So if you are hosting a dance party, um please invite <laughs> Joseph. Invite
0: me. Uh and then finally, I don't have a specific event here, but I just put outsider satanism. That was I guess a significant part of our year within Satanic Delco, uh and and maybe for some outside of the group, but uh we put up a new website for outsider satanism. If you haven't seen that, go visit outsidersatanism.com and Posted up a couple of essays on there this year. There's maybe three separate essays up there. And we'll be doing more of that. So that was sort of a milestone this year. Outsider Satanism uh, grew a bit and uh, started to take shape. And I think next year will be more of that. Any overall feelings about Satanic Delco circa 2023?
1: What a what a big question. I, don't, I guess I mean, so. I, I was thinking back to uh, this year... What is February is what the fourth anniversary?
0: Fourth coming up? Yeah, we oh, yeah, so just about four um, years yeah. we've been having a satanic delco.
1: Yeah, and I was thinking back to, I don't know sort of the beginning earlier yeah. today uh, as I was preparing for this or whatever and um, there's like there's a lot that's different and evolved and then there's a lot that's like, hey, I can't believe we're still doing this masquerade ball or uh, yeah. camping. <laughs> Uh
0: camping masquerade ball we still have our zoom every week
1: this is our our fourth oh yeah we're doing undercover krampus right now it's oh yeah our little zoom uh, yeah i didn't even mention
0: something yeah we're doing what is it our fourth annual fourth
1: undercover krampus
0: undercover krampus is our anonymous gift exchange you know like a secret santa type of vibe that's what we do undercover krampus and this is our fourth one we're in the midst of it right now and once a week we get together on our zoom meeting we've still been doing that and that's a good time
1: and I was I was also just thinking not just about Satanic Delco, but also how much just the general, like, Satanic atmosphere has changed in those four years. Yeah. There's, I mean, and we'll get into the, some of this because I think that this was maybe a big year for, like, Satan in the news and Satan in, like, like um, pop culture and stuff. It's not necessarily that Satanists have been doing more stuff, but I feel like suddenly people are more upset about it or something. I don't know if that's just in my head. Um, or not, but I remember when Satanic Delco started, it felt a little bit more, not a secret, but it felt like a lot less known. Whereas mm-hmm. nowadays people are like, oh yeah, I kind of know about Satanism a little bit. Am yeah. I am I wrong to think that? I'd-
0: I don't, I mean, I'm sure every day somebody new learns about Satanism somewhere. So yeah, factually, more people know about it now than they used to. I don't know how I don't know how much I... I'm, I'm in a bubble, you know? We're in a bubble. Yeah. If you're active in Satanism, if you're in a Satanic group of some kind and you're listening to Satan podcasts or or participating in any way, then you know way more than the average person walking down the street. They may or may not have seen anything related to Satanism in the last 10 years, you know? Older folks might have a vague memory of that Anton LaVey back then or whatever, uh, so I don't know. But yeah, I'm sure as time goes by, we get more and more attention. Satanism is in the news more often, uh, mostly thanks to the Satanic Temple, who we will talk about in just a moment. But yeah, it's all growing. And, and not to, I say mostly due to the Satanic Temple, which is true, they are the big one. But I'm not going to short things like Satanic Delco in all of this. No. We also make some noise when the time is right. And we've been in the news and doing this and that. And so locally, I've seen the difference. Where I really feel the reaction or feeling about Satanism locally, especially literally in Delco, Delaware County, is when we do a public thing, usually it's our Outsider Achievement Award. When we do that, it's kind of public and we have to reach out to people because we want the word to get out there to graduating high school kids and their families so that they know that it exists so that they can submit works to get the reward if they are chosen. And when we do that, that's when reactions come out from all of the general public. And I start to see now, oh, these people do this every year. Don't mind them you know there and and then you get people that are actually defend it like no if you look at their website you'll know that they're not worshiping satan or killing people or whatever you know crazy shit and so yeah it, you're always going to have the crazy people that are negative about it and uneducated or defensive or whatever it is but more and more i think people do know about it and so we're doing our part for whatever that's worth
1: yeah i, I maybe that's sort of what i'm what i was thinking like i think it used to be more that When we would make the the news or or TST or whoever would make the news, there was a lot more like, what the fuck about it? And now, like, what the fuck is that? And now, I feel like it's very much like, oh, these guys again. Like, if people are mad about it, it's more these guys again. (laughs) They're used to it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But they're they're still fighting it. They're still not always happy. But uh, I feel like very much it's become more common. I've seen a lot. I mean... We'll talk a little bit about this later on as well, but I've seen a lot of changes, not just in Satanic Delco's community, but generally in the Satan, the Satan verse. <laughs>
0: yeah, the Satan sphere.
1: The Satan sphere. That's what it was. I was like, I know there's yes. a, there's a phrase that I had said before, and that
0: people. Yeah. And stuff, I
1: don't know, but I've yeah, seen a lot I wasn't. Of like community changes,
0: right? I wasn't. I don't have this on my list or anything. I wasn't planning to mention it, but I've seen a lot of groups disappear. Yes. A lot of groups that existed no longer exist, and a lot of groups that were seemingly active or or something have faded into inactivity. I know a couple of online groups who have, have just become sort of a, I don't know, a spam page and Discord things that have expired and gone away and and all of it, so it ain't easy. Yeah, it ain't easy. Not everybody is gonna make it work, and not every community is gonna thrive. But
1: I think there's a lot of reasons for that too. I think there's a lot. I think uh, you know, a big one is probably just that people lose interest in things that they're very excited with when they begin. Sure. Um, and you start a group, you start a community, or whatever, and um, it takes a lot of work to go into some of this stuff. And we also have lives outside of our Satan lives. So I think that there's a lot of reasons that, that groups come and go. So that that really, that's one thing I was really thinking about earlier today, that it's impressive that we're still here. I mean, four years, I don't know what it sounds like to the rest of you. It's got nothing on yeah, PST four years. or the Church of Satan, but it seems to be, I'm like, I think it's great.
0: Yeah, four years is not, I guess, that long in the grand scheme of things. It's a small slice of life, but I dare you go out and start a satanic congregation and hold events and have members and do a whole thing and, and see if it's still thriving after four years. It's, it's a thing. Yeah. So yeah, we've got a thing going. Uh, before we move on to the year in the satanic temple, shall we check in with some more members of Satanic Delco? Of course. All right, let's do it. We've got one here from James. The biggest thing for me was coming to the understanding that the messaging from TST didn't match up with what sold me on them in the first place. The values within outsider Satanism definitely feel more realistic and true to what people should strive for in themselves. I have a lot to learn about myself in this journey, and I love the feeling of not being tethered down to it. All right, I can get down with that. Thank you, James. Our next one is from, and I always fuck up the man's name. I apologize, Hockten. So here we go. I joined
1: Satanic Delco after listening to the Hail Satan podcast, and since I joined, I really feel like I belong in a place. Since I became a Satanist back in 2020, I really didn't have anyone to share my experiences with, and that's been a bit of a fresh air, definitely, yeah.
0: All right, Hakdan, thank you very much. He is really great. You know, everybody offers their own little sort of ingredients into the community, the Discord, the Facebook and everything. And this guy delivers some of the sunshiniest selfies.
1: It's incredible. You've
0: ever seen. And also a pretty cool artist. Yeah. He contributes a lot of great artwork to the group for us to look at. And he is responsible for so far one of our Greetings from Hell images that get sent out. He did, I think it's watercolor. Really great stuff.
1: And, and let me just go reiterate your selfies. I'm talking directly to you right now. I mean, I, <laughs> it's, and you would not believe how many people will just say, oh my God, those selfies. Like yeah. it makes my morning it, it sets you up for a good day. Yeah. I don't know how the lighting is so perfect and, and joyful. It's just great.
0: Yeah. Well, we love it. Thank you guys very much. All right. Now, We'll look back at the year as it relates to the Satanic Temple. They are the big, you know, thing in modern Satanism, I guess. And all right, I'm going to state the obvious before we get deep into it. You know how I am, guys. Sometimes when it comes to TST, I'm a little cranky or cynical, okay? There's no erasing that. I'm going to be honest and talk, but I'm going to try to keep it under control, okay? Okay. Uh, I guess if we can divide the year of the Satanic Temple into primary categories, which is sort of how this just fell into place here, the three primary categories are kids, lawsuits, and drama. Those are the three big ones. There might be some stuff that stick outside of those, but those are the three. So we'll start with kids. We've got After School Satan Club. That has been a big consistently reappearing story throughout the whole year for the Satanic Temple. Maybe that's probably the biggest one
1: Yeah, I overall. think it's been a real big year for the after-school Satan clubs. And in even in particular, I would say the last few months, I've seen a lot more popping up. I don't know if it's because of that I don't know how you say it, but Socket Valley. Yes. Lawsuit. I don't know if that was so like prominent In that a bunch of here. people yeah. like learned about it and they were like, oh, I want that too. But I swear that after that, I suddenly saw them all over the place. They
0: keep popping up. Yeah. And the great thing about that, the After School Satan Club for TST, is that it causes outrage, you know, amongst the normal main, you know, whatever people that want to be against that type of thing. It easily gets news headlines because of that outrage. And it's easily repeatable. You know, they don't need to like dump a ton of money or resources into it. They just wrangle local members. And if there's a good news club somewhere, TST can go outrage the locals.
1: Actually, about repeatability, I was thinking, yes, it's repeatable for the Satanic Temple. But it's, just, it's almost sustainable because it takes, you know, maybe a lot of work goes into one of these things. But generally, it's a few people at a local congregation at a local school who are doing like a one-off event. And that's sort of, uh, it's not that it has to be a one-off event, but usually after one, the school will change their ways. So uh, as to avoid the religious clubs, which is, um, you know, potentially the goal of the the after-school Satan Club. So that makes it sort of a, a fun project that doesn't require consistent work at any one given location. You can have new people working on it every time. Right. And that that has, uh, I think, made it made for a very, I guess, prominent year for the after school Satan club.
0: Yeah, and I, I I guess I don't know how you really frame it, but I guess it's been a success. Well, yeah, for TST, it's a success. They're getting headlines, they're getting members, they're getting all of that stuff that they want. So that is a success. And in the case of the one in Hellertown, I guess it is that Salton Valley one. Yeah. I believe as it stands right now, the good news club is not going to come back, and that means TST won't be coming back. And the specific reason that the clubs won't be coming back is because the school implemented a new rule that pushes the date of any after-school clubs of any kind to like 6 p.m., which what that means for the school and the kids and the parents is that it's a tremendous pain in the ass. The kids have to go home after school to wherever they might live, near or far, and then be brought back to school at dinner time to do an after school club, which nobody's going to want to do. Yeah. So, TST came in, and now there are no after school clubs at that school anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, if that's a win, that's a win. I, yeah. I guess, I guess that's a win. Uh, and then specifically, there was this was not an after school club but I think it was, or or an after-school Satan Club, rather, but it was sort of an after-school Satan Club project. They did a family movie night. We talked about it on some episode, I believe. They advertised a kid's movie night where they would show the animated film Fern Gully. And after the film, once they had the kid's, In the auditorium, they had a religious discussion with those children, teaching them about the seven tenets of the Satanic Temple. So whether you like the idea of preaching your religious tenets to children or not, that's what happened. And so that was a big step for TST. That was the first time that I'm aware of that they did that. Uh, Normally it was just the regular after-school Satan clubs, but this was a whole separate thing. And then the next step— as far as getting in after the kids goes, is they released Goodnight Baphomet, which is a children's book preaching the tenets of their religious organization to the children. Just as an example, I have a a little line from the book in there. It says, "'Do what's fair and never stray, even when rules get in the way. Always stand for what is right, and when it's dark, you'll be the light.'" So you can see, if you're familiar with The Seven Tenets, you can see how this directly relates. It is a children's book version of The Tenets. You know, how do we feel about this?
1: I I think you say it's to get those kids hooked. And I think that, yes, it's definitely for kids. But the adults are the ones that are excited about it to begin with people are buying it i think the same way that adults all love uh, you know what's that go to the go to the fuck to sleep or whatever it is book. <laughs> sure. like it's an adult it's like an adult joke almost but it's not a joke because people are excited and they take it very seriously they're their satanism and they're excited to introduce baphomet to their kids and
0: yeah well if you stuff. are a christian parent and you want to introduce your children to your religion which you think is right and good you buy them a holy Bible or a kid's book or a Sunday school version of Bible stuff, and you teach it to them at, at nighttime, and this is the TST version of that. If you like your religion and you want to, you know, get your child indoctrinated in it or whatever, you get them the kid's version. This is Goodnight Baphomet, the book is called, and it teaches them the tenets of their religion, and that's how you do it. Christians have their version, TST has their version, and I'm certain that other religions have their versions. Right. And so there was that. And that's it for the kids category. Am I missing anything there?
1: I can't remember if this came out or if this was announced 2022. They announced the Hellion Academy for Independent Learning. Oh, yes. I think that they had one of them maybe this year.
0: Yeah, that's Um. right. There was, I think, one, maybe a second one popped up, I'm not sure, yeah. or maybe they're planning a second one, but yeah, they had at least one,
1: Yeah, and that's another So that was in-school
0: yes. sort of session.
1: That's a, a, a school time-release uh, program that's uh, supposed to exist as an alternative to schools that have a religious time-release program for other religions, where, yeah. where you can take time out of your school day to go learn about a different religion. Right. Um,
0: All right. Well, that's it for the kids category. And next up, we had lawsuits for TST. Now, we could just do a whole episode where I rattle off all of the lawsuits and give you an update, and we can't do that. I'll try to get through a partial list of just what's going on in 2023 in relation to the lawsuits. This is not an exhaustive list. This is Some of the stuff that maybe sticks out. So they have a Newsweek lawsuit. They were suing Newsweek for some uh, defamation claims. Nearly every claim was dismissed, but it is still technically ongoing. Uh, So there's that. TST sued the city of Chicago because a TST minister wasn't invited to give an invocation there in Chicago. So they are suing, and that is ongoing. They filed a new lawsuit. In the spiteful battle with the former Washington chapter members, known sometimes as queer satanic, that is ongoing. There's always an appeal or a new filing. That one is going to go on for as long as they can make it go on. Uh, The lawsuit, we did an episode all about this one. The lawsuit against the satanic housewife is ongoing. There is really no news there. Uh, I expected we would have news about that one this year, but the system moved slowly.
1: Yeah, when I was looking uh before this, I was like, was that this year because it, nothing had happened. And I was like, I, I think it was possibly. technically 2022. It was it was the end of last year, yeah. and I haven't heard any news about it. Yeah,
0: no news there. Uh lawsuits in Indiana and Idaho are still unresolved and ongoing. There was a case in Texas that was dismissed this year in July. And there is the suit uh TST versus Bell Plain. Over the public monument, this was the veterans monument. Uh, The case was dismissed, affirmed, and TST was actually sanctioned on that one for really fucking up bad enough to get sanctioned by the court. Is
1: that the one where the attorney had filed late?
0: I believe so. Filings, yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. That's just like not following like basic legal rules.
1: And I, I don't. I mean, he he's probably defensive about it. Said I. Like that I'm he sure he that is. He thinks that the judge um, sort of informally told him he had an extension, but mm. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I, I um, in, in all of my experience, you need to obey um, court deadlines and they're not, I mean, they don't really, yeah. they, it's very like, it's sort of disrespectful to not be.
0: I've never been an actual working lawyer, but. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, if any of you guys are lawyers, but that feels like day one of law school.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I don't want to, I mean, I, I don't want to get into what to, I'm also not a lawyer. I, <laughs> I sometimes work with them. Yeah. Um, I mean, frequently, but I don't want to get into uh, work stuff. I just know that if I was late on work stuff like that, I would be in like big trouble for it. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. If you're late to work at McDonald's, you might be tr- in trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, when you're dealing with like federal judges and stuff, maybe just follow the rules. The next category was drama, and we won't, I don't know, we will just barely scrape over this. We covered it in the Satanic Temple Drama Club Part 2 episode. Lushum was captured in a photograph with his pal David Silverman. People don't like David Silverman for various reasons, and there was continued fallout throughout the TST community because of this. For example, the UK congregation split from TST again. This is the second time this has happened. Uh, sober Faction, their sort of sober recovery deal. Uh, the founders of that left. TST kept the branding of Sober Faction, but the people who ran it left, and that was a whole kerfuffle that went on. And uh, there was other fallout. Leaders of other local congregations split from the organizations, and you know, back and forth, and. Lucian issued a public apology there were podcasts oh, there did were this he apologize? And that. I, didn't, I don't, I I don't think know he, that you I don't could, think yeah he, did. I, he, he issued a statement I should okay. say yeah. I don't know that it was much of an apology no
1: I, I, yeah I, I, at a certain point I stopped following it because I was Same. you know because it went on so long and I know how I feel about it and i'm actually I was actually you know we talked about it but I 'm on lucian's side sort of on this i don't I don't believe yeah. in apologizing for things that you don't you haven't done anything wrong. Um, Yeah.
0: I think um, the main criteria for an apology is that you feel sorry about it.
1: Right. Um, And he doesn't. Yeah. So at a certain point when people were still up in arms about it, I was like, I don't, I'm not following this along anymore. But I think that Lucian's stance was like, he doesn't think he did anything wrong. He thinks that he's being attacked sort of on, you know.
0: I actually don't think he did anything wrong.
1: I don't think so either. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. And see um, that, guys? I want to point this out, guys. I'm taking Lucian's side on this. (laughs) He did not do anything wrong. I am not shitting on Lucian Greaves. He was yeah. fine with this. And a
1: lot of people were mad, not at the the photo, but they were mad at his, his, um, his like response to the backlash to the photo, which was to say, hey, I actually didn't do anything wrong and you guys are being assholes to me for it. And then people were more upset about that. And I, I kind of love when a big public figure actually like, you know, right. stands up for themselves because I don't think that I agree. He didn't do anything wrong. I think that he's yeah. right. To- I
0: think the right, you know, I can only, you can only imagine how you would respond if you were in that position, right? Like, how would I react? You know, how am I judging his reaction? And I, I think, you know, it would, I don't know. You can say it was good or bad, maybe not perfect. If I were in that position, I think my public response would be something like, shut the fuck up, you cry babies. That's basically the statement I would have issued. But all right, that I guess that's it for the main drama portion. And then the last one that st- stood out was kind of a big one, TST Health. This was their abortion clinic. And some of you are familiar with the story. For those of you who aren't, when I say the word clinic, what I mean is a website. There is no clinic. Uh, The wording says that they opened a TST Health abortion clinic in New Mexico. And if you happen to follow along with the politics of abortion in America, New Mexico is, if not the number one most friendly place. It's high on the list. It's the most legal place to get abortions. If you want an abortion and you're in New Mexico, you're good to go. You can get an abortion pretty much any which way, however you want in New Mexico. So TST opened a website where if you're a resident of New Mexico, you can get an abortion through that TST will help you get your abortion through, you know, care providers. Why it's necessary when you can already get an abortion in New Mexico anyway, I don't know. It isn't, but they did it anyway, and they got a ton of headlines, a ton of donation money. They sell merch branded with TST Health, and uh, maybe they're moving some shirts and stickers. I don't know. Uh, What is there to say about this?
1: Um, I mean, I don't have much to say about it, to be quite honest. I think because um, it was pretty early in the year, right? February or March or something when they announced it. But still, uh, like once a month, somebody will be like, have you guys seen this?
0: Yeah, it doesn't (laughs) die, this story.
1: Which is funny to me. You know, I guess if it's helping anybody get an abortion, I'm glad that that person got the help that they needed. Of course. I I don't know how much it is necessary or isn't necessary. I don't know what TST's plans are beyond this New Mexico branch that they have opened.
0: But that's good. I will say my official stance on this is if TST and their abortion clinic project actually helped anyone get an abortion who that person otherwise may have struggled to get one, then good. I like that. If you need an abortion and they helped you get one, then I support that. Absolutely. No doubt. Um, But okay. There we go. Overall vibe for TST through the year: business as usual or what?
1: You know, I is it? I feel like it was a very active year for them, but I don't know. Maybe it's just because that's my you know that's fresh in my memory, and twenty twenty two is not fresh in my memory. But I felt like it was a big year for TST, yeah. uh, In terms of of um, like programming and stuff like that. You know, one thing we didn't. We didn't really talk about so much is that actually this year I, I don't I didn't know, I don't know to what extent it happened but Lucian said he was going to step back from sort of those public um,
0: right um, yeah there was yeah that's right uh, I didn't think of that Lucian had said that he wants to do less work as the spokesperson he wants to be less of the public face of TST all the time yeah. going around doing media appearances. And so other people have been, you know, being trained to spread the approved message of TST. But having said that, whenever there's a TV appearance or something like that, it's still usually Lucian.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I don't. Because I don't watch all of the, these appearances either, but I don't know, like, I think if it's specifically relating to after-school Satan, then the after-school Satan club person is going to speak about that. Or if it's right. related to abortion, the I did abortion see a person couple. is going to speak about that.
0: Yeah, I did but, see a couple small appearances that were done from maybe Dex, one from Shalice, yes. uh, some TST folks. Shalice, um, yeah. I
1: couldn't think of her name, but Shalice, I think, was around a, a little bit speaking. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, and then maybe Lucian, I mean, he didn't say he was, you know, removing himself entirely, Right. but, um, maybe he's there for like, like he was recently, um, on the news on, uh, CNN, C- was it CNN, he just
0: did a CNN appearance very a, recently. I
1: was going to say a different, a different one, but, uh, it wasn't Fox. That was like the, the he did was, Fox
0: a few months um, back,
1: but there was a non Fox one he did like a couple days ago. Yeah. I think it was um,
0: CNN. Pretty sure it was,
1: um, and I wonder if that's sort of because that's like a speaking to the state of of, um, you know, religious acceptance or rights or a freedom or whatever, um, more so than it is about a specific program that he wouldn't necessarily know about. Yeah, the ins and outs CNN of a
0: gave him program. a much friendlier vibe than the Fox News people. Although, yeah. I don't know. I the, when he does the Fox News when he used to do Tucker or any of those ones, it, I think it's a sort of. A, I don't know.
1: Mutual benefits? Yeah,
0: they, they sort of play off each other. You know, yeah. they play the roles you know, yeah. appropriately. Um, but all right, I guess that's the year in the Satanic Temple. They are bigger than ever. They're doing their thing, and I expect more talk of abortions and oppression and stuff in the new year. Shall we hear from a couple more Satanic Delco members? Sure. All right, we've got a couple here. Let's hear from Patience.
1: 2023 was the year that I discovered Satanic Delco and found a group that I wanted to be a part of. It was a pretty cool year, and I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Thanks so much for all you do.
0: All right. Thank you, Patience. Short but sweet there. Yeah. Patience joins us often enough on some of our Zooms, and uh, happy to have you. Yeah. We've got one from Nathan here. Hey there. So as a pretty new Satanist, I have been doing a lot more podcast searching and um, researching of my own, um, trying to learn more. And my favorite episodes from the Hell Satan podcast were uh, the Stoicism episode and then also uh, Forgiveness. Um, Hell Satan. Right on. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, Patience.
1: I like that he said Forgiveness is one of his favorite episodes because— yeah. I feel like it's sort of a personal opinion out there in an episode, sort of, that I think was the intention behind it is like making yourself or individuals or the world better in some way. A well-meaning episode. This, I don't know, Nathan, I just i like that you enjoyed that one.
0: I'm glad you liked it as well. Uh, any episodes that you like, that's cool by me. Shall we discuss the Church of Satan a little bit? We love to talk about the Church of Satan. So one of the ways— that TST and I guess its membership likes to knock the Church of Satan is by saying that they're inactive. And if you're judging them based on what TST does, then sure, it looks like they're inactive. But that's like an NFL player asking a pro golfer how many NFL games they've played this year and then accusing them of being inactive because they haven't played any. But the golfer's goal was never to play NFL games in the first place. The Church of Satan doesn't have the same goals as the Satanic Temple. They don't urge members to do anything other than to be the best, most successful self they can be. The primary tenets, if you will, of the Church of Satan include individualism, indulgence, personal empowerment, and the pursuit of one's desires. They do not have congregations. They are not a political group. They're not interested in lawsuits. They don't chase headlines. They are a religious philosophy, and they exist primarily to continue nurturing that religious philosophy. So what did the Church of Satan do or accomplish in 2023? As far as I can tell, they continued nurturing that religious philosophy and saying some silly, edgy shit here and there just like they have for the last 57 years. Kirsten, do you have much to report in relation to the Church of Satan?
1: No, and when I before this episode, I was like, let me just see if the Church of Satan did anything I want to talk about, and I couldn't find anything. So when you started saying, <laughs> when you started, you went, so let's move on to the Church of Satan. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I think that they exist and they're doing what they've always done, and I think that I'm fine with that. I don't have an opinion about it. Um yeah,
0: I mean they, you know, they're always creating things for their membership. They're not you're not going to really hear about it on Fox News or CNN. You know, you're not going to see Peter Gilmore out there talking about whatever their thing that they're trying to get into in the public. They're not interested. You know, they have a vibe of elitism. They don't care about what the peons who don't understand think of them. They're not interested. And um Yeah, they stick to their thing. As you all know, you've heard me talk about the Church of Satan countless times on this show. I'm critical of some of their shit. I don't love it all, but I do have a respect for the Church of Satan. I do respect that they seem to stick to their guns. You know, they have a vibe. That's their vibe. Take it or leave it. That's their thing. And I'm fine with that. Not everything is for everyone, and they will be the first to tell you our shit is not for everyone. And so, they're they're just still being the Church of Satan, mm-hmm. and I'm fine with that. Uh, we've got some more messages, shall we? Sure. We've got one from Jamie here. This year, I dedicated myself to learning more about Satanism through its plethora of books. I started reading and loved comparing notes between books and fact-checking Levey. And the more I learned, the more I wanted to share with others. So, I put together a to read list and started my own satanic project of literary reviews that I can't wait to continue into next year and the years after that. Look at that. Satanism inspired a whole creative project. Yeah. That's a pretty um, good project, too. Like, that's like a, it's like an honorable kind was, of project.
1: And I, I actually, I remember, I, I asked him about this recently because I remember when you started it and I was excited about it. Uh, and then I um, maybe a couple weeks ago I said, "Are you going to continue?" And he said he was going to. So I'm I'm excited to see where that goes because I think that there is uh, I don't I love like the detail that you that you were putting into that like the fact checking you were fact checking you were like do, going into detail on a lot of these um, well at least on a lot of on the, the parts of the Satanic Bible that you did about what parts were plagiarized and what parts were right um,
0: maybe when he gets farther along. I'll be happy to pass this information along and yeah. send everyone to this source and incorporate it in some way. Cause it, it seems like it's certainly useful. We've got a message here from a man named Jerry. Some of you might be familiar with little Jerry. He's on the show from time to time. Let's hear what Jerry's been up to. Hello, Hellbound people. This is Jerry. Just wanted to wish you all a happy new year. Uh, my year in review, uh, what happened to me? I, uh, Got a divorce, lost my wife and family, live in a one-bedroom apartment in an affluent area where I am the poorest person here. Do I blame the devil? Absolutely not. I blame errant penis. I blame my errant penis. So, uh, you know, I hope your year was better. Uh, Stay married and and keep your money. Yes. Errant penis. Yeah. You know, errant penis has gotten people in trouble for... As long as time, really, I, I think nothing has yeah. changed. And uh, poor Jerry.
1: Um, I like that. I think that's a good uh, a good lesson, though. Is stay married and and keep your money.
0: I, I would contradict Jerry <laughs> yeah. there. I would say I, think he's, he's I would a, say don't ever get married and keep your money. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, the safest way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Poor Jerry. He's uh he's doing fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, I saw him what Friday, and I thought he he. I thought he. I don't know. I, I had a nice time. I think he was having a good time. Yeah. I hope anyway.
0: Yeah. I saw Jerry. Uh. Yeah. We we were out Friday evening. I saw Jerry's doing just fine. Yeah. Uh, he's dealing with some life things, as he described. But that's all right. One bedroom apartments are,
1: they're fine. Sometimes yeah, I live in a one bedroom apartment. <laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. Uh, all right. So that I guess is our year in review. That's what's gone on with the big uh, satanic. Entities out there. If we want to include Satanic Delco in the, in that list, how about some looking ahead to 2024? Shall we do that? Sure. You don't sound so sure.
1: No, I just. Uh, are you going? Are you about to ask me what I'm looking for? Well, we'll, we'll
0: get there. Okay. Maybe I posted a poll asking the members of Satanic Delco what would you like Satanic Delco to do more of in 2024. I think I gave six or seven options on the poll. I don't know. I have the results here, and we can look at the top three, I guess. The results, number one with the most votes, was outsider Satanism, essays, discussions, etc. I can tell you when I saw these results, I was sincerely surprised and and happily surprised to see outsider Satanism get the most votes. Because I take the outsider Satanism stuff personally, and I, I kind of— Take it seriously, and I don't move as quickly with it as maybe I would like, or others might even want me to. Um, and I think part of the reason why is just that I am—I don't know—I want to be careful with it and, and do it right as I go. So that was the thing that people were most looking forward to for 2024, and so based on that, I will definitely give it even more attention, and I will try to focus on it even harder in the coming year. Number two, this is uh, not a very serious one, but people wanted more Satanic Delco and Hail Satan shirt designs. (laughs) That just happened to be the number two. So I will work on that as well, guys. Thank you. And number three was topic-specific Zoom discussions. Some of you have been listening to the podcast for a while. We've had these roundtable discussions. We've done them on various topics. We've done them on the different tenets of TST and some other topics. And we've had some that I think were not podcast episodes. We just did them within the group. And, yeah, we have these roundtable discussions that are focused on a specific topic. Everybody takes some time ahead of it to give it some thought and bring their ideas and viewpoints to the discussion. And we usually settle in for a Zoom and have a whole nice discussion.
1: Yeah, and I I mean – I think that there is a list, I have a list of a handful of things, I'm sure you do, of, of things that we could do these episodes on. It's just, uh, you know, whether or not we've, we've done it or not. Yeah. But just as a, a shout out to everybody that's in the group and not in the group, um, but just so you know, we do have pretty, like, Good conversations about Satanism and satanic topics on our normal Monday night Zooms. Yeah. Um, so, not every time. Sometimes it's just going to be about Black Sabbath and Metallica, but um, sometimes <laughs> there's like good, uh, you know, good satanic conversation in there. So, if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for live conversation with people about Satanism and Satan topics, come to the regular Monday night Zooms. Yeah. We usually start the Zooms by saying, is there Satan stuff that we want to talk about before we get into the nonsense? Yeah.
0: Every week we focus on the Any news that has happened in Satanism, just like this, we're rounding up sort of things that have happened throughout the year, but week by week, little things happen. Some of it could be related to our group or the podcast. Some of it is related to any Satanic Temple business that's in the news. If Church of Satan is up to anything, we talk about that. Or if people just have questions, maybe they're new to Satanism and they want to talk about this thing or that thing. It's a great time where you're surrounded by other Satanists of various levels of experience or knowledge, and everybody has a perspective, and it's a pretty you know welcoming environment. I think you can bring up your topic, and everybody can talk about it in a in a pretty open, friendly way. Yeah, we do talk about drugs quite a bit lately. At least we've been talking about weed and psychedelics and various experiences.
1: Yeah,
0: um, yeah, we get into all stuff. So yeah, I think maybe this year we should. I think some more polls will be in order. Maybe if people have topics that could be good ones for a roundtable discussion, that would be a good idea. So we're going to do that. Sound good?
1: Yeah, I think that sounds good. I have, I have a couple um, ideas about that, but I'll save them for... About
0: the roundtable discussions. Yeah. All right, we will get into them. Before we go, let me say thank you to everyone who sent in audio messages for this episode. Uh, Like I said, I did get quite a few. I couldn't get to them all, but we'll put them somewhere. Maybe I'll pass them along in the Patreon or share them within our group, something like that. Uh, Thank you to everyone who's taken part in Satanic Delco this year. And thank you, Kirsten, for being so supportive and helpful along the way.
1: Sure. What do you mean, sure? Yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) This is what I get. I just,
1: I don't know. I'm just here.
0: Ugh. Guys, if you have a moment out there, please visit the website at HailSatanPodcast.com. I hope you all have a happy, indulgent holiday season. Hail Satan!